0: My name is Kaylee, if you're new here, and if you're not new here, then hello, welcome back. This week, like, three days ago, I finished Gilmore Girls. As you know, I've been watching it because I talk about it literally every single second of every single day. And so, like, Jay didn't watch it with me, but, like, he would always just be, like, and I was always creeping over to the screen. And so one day he wanted to see like what the last episode was about and so I was like no I don't want to see like I don't want to read the the description but I did notice that it was called Bon Voyage and so I'm like watching the Gilmore Girls and I know I'm in the last couple of episodes but I just like wasn't sure which episode and then literally like the title of the last episode comes on and I just started like crying (laughs) because it's just so sad when one of your favorite shows ends especially when it's a show like Gilmore Girls where like Things do progress and happen and so like you're waiting for like the resolution for the entire show and it was so good and now i get to watch it like as a background show while i go on my phone but i just am so sad that like the road has ended obviously i'm watching the mini series although i've been advised by my mom not to because she said that it changes things but i will still be watching because i can't deny myself gilmore girls content you know also You guys know I've been trying to finish Beach Read. I've been reading Beach Read for an embarrassing amount of time, and that's because it freaking sucks. Like, I've literally been trying to read it for probably a month and a half, maybe even longer, because at first I was like, oh, this is a cute book. I'll blow blow through this. Like, I thought it was just going to be, like, so easy to read and fast, but it's just, like, literally nothing is ever happening. Like, whatever drop is about to come is just not going to be good enough but like I still wanted to finish it so that I could say that I finished it get it on Goodreads join the conversation of other people who have read it but I have 100 pages left there's 395 pages because obviously I had to look and I'm on 295 and I don't know if I'm gonna be able to finish it honestly like things are not picking up the way that I wanted them to and I've been neglecting other books because I have Firefly Lane on my bookshelf which I just started last night and I'm already 100 pages in because it's good and so I'm actually like wanting to read it so I think I might just I don't know I might abandon Beach Read because it's like it's not even that serious of a book it's like it's not like it's like a novel like it's just literally supposed to be a beach read but it's just not riveting at all and i was thinking about it and i actually just think that i'm not a fan of this author because i tried to read red white and royal blue and i think it's also by emily henry let me see okay i take it back it is not also by emily henry it just has the same sort of like graphics on the cover but I tried to read that book and I also it it felt like just so cheesy like I just like could not get into the way the writing was and at first I was like really liking Emily Henry's writing and now I'm just like it feels like she's like googling ways to say things and then using that like i feel like all the other authors like especially kristen hannah who's writing firefly lane and she did um the four winds and she just does like really good books i feel like her writing you could just tell that she's a good writer and that everything comes from her where emily henry i'm like you just had to like look up synonyms for whatever (laughs) like it just feels so unoriginal and I think I'm done. However, I will say that the whole time I'm reading Beach Read, the main character, the girl, January, all I can picture is her being Lily Collins. Like I feel like Lily Collins is like the perfect person to be her if there were to be a movie. And I was also thinking about it, and I feel like I feel like this book, although it it sucks, it could have potential to be like a good like rom com. Just like, again, not like a serious movie that changes your life, but just the movie that's like, yeah, that was good. That was cute. I could see it because there's like a lot of like, just like scenes that like could be like movie vibes. I don't know. Let me know what you think. Who did you picture as January? Okay. So as you can see, today's title of the episode is something along the lines of how to look cute while you're at home, because my friend suggested that I do an episode like this and that's such a compliment because I do feel as though I look like a piece of shit most of the time that I'm at home, but also I do try. Like, I try a little bit and not try like I would get dressed. I never understood people who, like, wear jeans in their house or, like, actually get dressed. I remember when I was little, my mom used to always get ready every day and I would always be like, why do you get ready when we're not going anywhere? And she would just, like, say because she wanted to. And I can't relate. <laughs> like, I, my goal... Every day when I'm working from home is to be as comfortable as possible to not like be disgusted when I walk by myself in the mirror and to like. To not be like embarrassed if I had to open the door, which like, let's be honest, I'm like a baby, so I would never open the door anyway. If someone knocked on my door, I literally hide if I hear someone knock on the door. Like I always assume it's a predator, even though a predator would never knock. (laughs) So, yeah, but that's in my mind like I'm like I at least want to be like not completely embarrassed if someone were to knock on my door right now and I feel like the work from home everything is where the clean girl started which I have a ton of episodes about clean girl stuff so you can go listen to those but I feel like the need to be like put together and like kind of cute but also as low effort as possible not wearing makeup so you don't have to like wash your face at the end of the night all of those things I feel like are all because of working from home okay so the first thing I want to talk about how to like look cute enough when you work from home is hair and makeup so as I said I Definitely, I'm not going to be wearing, like, makeup when I'm working from home or just at home in general because I do not want to have to wash my face later or at least, like, intensely wash my face. So, the first thing I do when I work from home is I wake up, I wash my face, I brush my teeth, do all that. I put on my my moisturizers and my skincare and everything. And then I, like, brush my hair and try to assemble my hair into something that is presentable i do have a vendetta against a messy bun i know that that's like the classic like honestly also i think a messy bun is chooky like i think that we've entered the time where like older millennials were a messy bun and then everyone else figures it out in a different way but i feel like a messy bun is can look cute if it's strategically messy but most people's messy bun is just like legitimately incredibly messy and sometimes you see people go in public with the messy bun you're like girl do anything else but (laughs) not to judge but I do sometimes just am totally shocked by how messy these messy buns are getting so personally my house is a no messy bun zone I like to do my hair in a way that's either like a slicked bun, a braid, a claw clip, something that's still low effort but intentional and like kind of just makes me feel put together because as you know my theory is that if your hair looks good your outfit can literally be like a dumpster fire and you'll still somehow look kind of put together. So, I always try to assemble my hair and that and it depends on the day. So, like if I wake up with like moderately dirty hair like it's fun, it's like not too bad, then it'll be like a loose flowy claw clip day. Whereas if I wake up and my hair desperately needs to be washed and it's not getting a wash, then she's going to be a slicked bun. Like it it's it's a science for sure, but just taking that extra like 3 minutes to just like do your hair It Really makes a huge difference. Okay, the next thing although I don't really try to wear makeup I will do like a clear brow gel on my brows because I just feel like when my brows have some some assembly to them then my whole face looks better and I like when my face looks better, so I would do a brow if I were you and the next thing so I would never sleep in face makeup like ever however I do a lot of times sleep with my mascara on, which I don't know if that's bad, but I do it all the time because it's not going to like give me acne. So I sleep with my mascara on. So if I sleep with my mascara on, I wake up in the morning and I'll just put another coat of mascara over it. So then if I'm like working from home, I still feel like my eyes just have some mascara, like they're a little bit brighter. If I, again, look at my own self in the mirror, I'm not like, ugh. (laughs) So... That makes a huge difference for me, so whether you would be willing to sleep in your mascara or you want to wash it off, I think that having mascara does make a huge difference, but I'm also not blessed with, like, dark eyelashes, so if you already have dark eyelashes, then that's probably not a problem for you. Okay, now I want to talk about clothes and what you would wear while working from home while maintaining comfortable, maintaining comfort, and also a little bit of effort. Again, my goals are to not be disgusted by myself when I walk by myself in a mirror and to be able to answer the door and not be like mortified. I don't want to answer the door in like a ball gown, of course, but I definitely want to feel like the person would look at me and be like, yeah, she's working from home. Who cares? But not not be like, Jesus, like get your life together. So so that's that's the the framework we're going to be talking about outfits in and this is my theory my i think like the biggest point of this whole episode is that if you work from home or you're like a stay-at-home mom or whatever you're just home a lot then it is worth investing in cute comfortable clothes over like going out like over other kind of clothes because it's like you're literally home all the time so Even if you're like, well, it's kind of a waste because nobody sees me, so I'll just wear these free t-shirts. It's like, well, you're seeing you and you feel so much better about yourself when you look cute and put together. So it's totally worth investing in like even just a collection of cute and aesthetic like giant t-shirts because you're the one that's seeing you all day. Okay, so the first outfit option is a onesie or a jumpsuit. So, I've been seeing on TikTok that like Free People dupe jumpsuit and so I bought it from Amazon because everybody was like this jumpsuit is exactly like the Free People one and it's like a third of the price. So, I bought it. I I did love the concept of it. Like it's like that it's like a skinny tank top one and it's like super baggy around the the legs and you can layer like a tank top or a t-shirt or whatever underneath it. And I really liked that concept because, again, it's one piece. It's low effort. You don't have to, like, try. But also, it still is kind of cute. So I bought the dupe, and I loved the silhouette. However, the material was so cheap. Like, I'm honestly shocked that people are even saying it's a dupe because the material was so bad. But because I loved the concept, I went and got the Free People one. And now I can for sure say that the Amazon one is not a dupe because, the again, the silhouette... The way that they stitch the pockets on everything is a dupe, but the quality of the Free People one is so much better and stronger and, like, structured, which is, like, it kind of needs the structure, so I'm obsessed with the Free People one. I'm obsessed with the concept. You can wear it in the winter with a long sleeve underneath. Like, you can wear it with a sweatshirt. Like, there's so many things you could do, so I love the concept of a onesie, of an adult onesie, and just it's so cute and and they come in like so many different colors I got like a charcoal colored one but now I really want to get like a bright colored one to like have both the vibes so yeah that's the first thing is a onesie because it does look like you put on a whole outfit but really you just put on like the most comfortable thing ever The next outfit combo that I always wear is just a giant t-shirt and shorts and the key is to have again a collection of giant t-shirts that you think is like really cute in their aesthetic and you like to wear them and then honestly for shorts like just go as comfy as you can like I literally have like (laughs) I have $9 Hanes comfortable shorts from Amazon. I have some like cute sweatshirt shorts. I, the, I really don't pay that much attention to my shorts because th- I feel like the t-shirt and the hair, like, once you got those things going on, like, the rest of it is is just fine. Another outfit combo is, like, giant sweatpants in a baby tee. So, like, if it's the winter and you want to be wearing, like, big joggers or big sweatpants or something, wearing, like, a more fitted tee will just make it look more put together. And then you could also pair that with, like, a cardigan so you're not just, like, totally in sweatpants or in loungewear it's it's like now you have a cardigan like things are a little bit more put together and as like an accessory I really love like cute socks so like it sounds so like kind of just dumb (laughs) to be like you have to have a cute sock but I have like this pair of knitted socks from Urban Outfitters and they're like super giant oversized socks and like I just love wearing them so much so That's definitely something I want to buy more of is just like big socks. And then when the weather is cold again, I do feel like comfortable fashion peaks obviously in the cozy winter. So you could wear leggings or sweatpants with any of your cute fall sweaters and like it's still comfortable. Like I love an oversized sweater. It's just basically for me, anything that's not restrictive and feeling like tight I love so a giant oversized sweater as long as it's not itchy with any sort of leggings sweat pant whatever you will feel a little bit more put together because it's like a knit and also you'll still be comfortable and another thing that I wanted to point out is that with like lounge fashion it still follows similar rules as regular fashion so like again, with, like, the baby tee and the joggers or, like, an oversized sweater with leggings, just trying to pair, like, one fitted thing with one baggier thing will just make you feel cuter and not just, again, like a dumpster fire. Like, you'll just feel, like, more put together and, like, adorable. And my last thing, which this definitely is more for, like, if you want to be a little bit more dressed up, is a dress so if you're a work from home girly and you're just always on zoom calls or maybe you're a stay-at-home mom and you've just been at home for so many years that you're like i gotta get out of these sweatpants a dress is the perfect compromise because obviously it's cute I feel like every time you wear a dress, people are like, oh, you're so dressed up. You're like, I literally threw one thing on. (laughs) Like, I, I didn't even have to think about this. So it looks intentional. It's cute. It's comfortable, flowy. And you can look professional on a Zoom call and just feel put together. So I feel like a dress is like the life hack for all scenarios. And then the next and last thing that I think is important when staying home and trying to look cute is jewelry so again because you're home you're not going to be reinventing the wheel and like putting on new costumes accessories every single day that's just not realistic or probably just doesn't feel important and so this is when it's like so so important to just invest in pieces that you basically wear just every single day all the jewelry that I wear I just don't take off like I, I sleep a I shower like they're all quality pieces so they're not going to tarnish and I feel like they just add like that that little something something that you need to feel like your giant t-shirt was intentional like she's a clean girl she she wears her jewelry and she stays home and she's comfy but she still tried a little bit that's the finishing touch I feel like that you just will bring everything together for you make you feel cute like even though I've been wearing all of my jewelry for literal years still sometimes I catch a glimpse of my ring or or whatever my rings my bracelet and I'm like oh cute like it just like makes you feel better so those are all of my tips and my life hacks for looking cute while you're staying at home so share this with a friend who stays at home and needs like a confidence boost and I'm just thinking of this right now as I said confidence boost but like also emphasize the colors that look good on you like if you're wearing even if you're wearing like a baggy shirt baggy shorts like get those things in colors that make you feel happy or just like that make you look good because that's a huge thing like the color theory which I feel like I used to talk about all the time not because I'm an expert in it or because I know what my color theory is still because I thought it was a soft autumn, but now I'm still unsure. On TikTok, when people talk about it and have their colors done, I'm like, yeah, you look good. So colors do matter. So if you are just like sick and tired of being bored and staying at home, like get yourself a bright pink, whatever. Make yourself feel good. Make yourself feel alive and have a beautiful day. Bye.